Hey tribe, welcome to Word Up with Danny Katz, your one-stop 5D superhero listening spot. Now, here at Word Up, we host a number of different podcast series, including Words Are Matter, Planetary Service Announcements, Witchy Life Hacks, The Conscious Awesome Show with my amazing co-host, Justin Polgar. It's where we play Spot the Propaganda together, and it's where we have high-vibe, deep-diving conversations with amazing humans. So be sure to hit that subscribe button and stay tuned for this week's episode. In today's Conscious Awesome show, Justin and I get mucho abstract and discuss time versus timing. You can find this episode in video format along with all of our episodes in their own video formats on our Locals page, consciousawesome.locals.com, which I highly recommend joining, not just because it's free, but because it's where oodles of extra fun is happening. It's where Justin posts special promotions for his Multiverse's Greatest Chocolate Yes Cacao. It's where we both post news of new products, new workshops, new offerings, where we share behind the scenes intel, and it's where the community gets to cross-pollinate together. So join us there as well. Be sure to subscribe to this channel so you can follow all of our Conscious Awesome podcasts as well as every Word Up offering. Finally, if you haven't already read my Quantum Languaging book, I recommend nabbing a copy immediately. Word up, little languaging hacks for big change so that you can learn more about how language functions to create reality. What are some very common languaging habits that are holding us back and some super simple quantum languaging techniques to upgrade our language, change our world for the better. It's available in print, digital, and audio formats. Click through the link in our show notes to nab yourself a copy and a few extra for your loved ones. Enjoy today's show. Yes, yes, yes. Hello and welcome to the Conscious Awesome Show with your hosts, the lovely Danny Katz. That's me. And myself, Justin Polgar. The Conscious Awesome Show is designed to help, to be an aid in your gerunding. What is that, you ask? (laughs) It's to be an action. A gerund is when you write I-N-G on the end of a word. So in Conscious Awesome, we're here about the action steps, the the things that we can do and be in order to move along the purpose, the pure pose of what we're all doing together, which is, Danny? Conscious Awesoming. Exactly. Evolving. Evolving. We're evolving together. And the reason why you're listening to this and tuning in is because you're someone who who prioritizes and is prioritizing growing, growth being at the conscious edge, learning. We're learning together. So that's what we're here for. I love that you can't spell, I, I just lost it. You just said something that was a Z-I-N-G and I honed in on the zing and I'm like, oh, that's super fun. 
You can't prioritizing without zing. You yes, you can't prioritizing without the zing. <laughs> it does have a little spark. And sometimes we need that spark. And a lot of the times the longevity of that spark comes from being in community and being reminded that it's it's all it's all okay when we're in it together. No, fuck that. God. And I, I when, know that phrase is so ruined. So I've been switching out. We're all in this together. Uh, for teamwork makes the dream work. So let's get in a team together, right? Let's slough off the fear and be in our powerful selves. Just Come rest, now. Just scrub it off, you know, like a dry brush. Right, yeah, dry scrub brush the, your scrub fear. Scrub the fear off, inhale a bunch of courage, and let's create a new, way more fun timeline now. Never before in my experience of being a human suit this lifetime, that's my setup there. Have I taken the acronym FEAR? It's just never seemed so poignant. False evidence appearing real. Fear, false evidence appearing real. Are you questioning what the false evidence even is? I think you're here, you're listening, you're questioning. Thank you. Our people are questioning, absolutely. Yeah. So there's a little bit of an edge to this conversation. It doesn't even matter what we talk about today. I'm just generally a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, mm, feeling a little rough around the edges. It's, it's a pretty intense time. I did listen, and I will send this to you, and I'll actually link it for our viewers. I listened to a Robert Steele podcast from yesterday. With, you know that guy? I think his name's Justin, and he has like a a very sort of old school handlebar mustache. He's very young, like 30s. And he does a lot of, you know, of course, like, you know, deep alternative news and alien disclosure and the metaphysics and sort of the meta thing. And uh, they were so super positive and optimistic. And it just, it really helped fuel my yes in a beautiful way. I'm holding the energy. I'm holding uh, right here. In my hands, I'm holding the energy of positivity. Let us make the intention here, Danny, as we venture into this topic, to leave this conversation feeling more positive, more yes, more understanding of the meta of what truly we are here to be and do. Do you remember what you're here to do? Do you remember? I'm here to to evolve. I'm here to grow. I'm here to conscious awesome. I'm here to gerund. I'm here to. We could get a shot of your hat. Boogie. You're here to dance. <laughs> yes. Get get your boogie on. This yeah. is a great reminder. Every time I see this in a mirror, I'm like, hmm. yes. The shoulder. Exactly. Yeah, pop. it's like it's an instruction. It's yeah. telling us what to do. So really. What are we talking about today. What episode is this? What's going on? What what's happening at the Conscious Awesome Show today? Today's episode is da 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 episode thirty three, master episode master number episode episode 33 such a nice thing to say let's all say it together 33 let's take a deep breath together 33 33 when our buddy jesus died i don't know that jesus died was that when according to the mythology of our buddy jesus was that when he ascended to the macro realms i believe 33 is the jesus year then this is our Jesus episode. There was a goal of mine actually to walk on water. 
in my 33rd year. Did it happen? I did. Great. Way to manifest. It was a very strong, like, I am doing this this year. And I did it. I walked on water. Fantastic. It was fantastic. Um, So the topic today, I'm just going to leave that one there for us to discuss another time. The topic today, this 33rd episode, is time versus timing. What is that? Time versus timing. What right, is so time I, versus timing? We, we, uh, I'm less and less convinced that time is, I'm not going to say real, I'm going to say relevant. I'm less and less convinced that time is relevant and more and more convinced and persuaded that timing is everything. So I wanted to talk about the difference of the two. They seem the same. They have the same root, the same you know, time and timing. It's just a matter of static and dynamic. Well, it's also a matter of gerunding the noun. Oh, and we didn't even plan that. I know! Obviously. <laughs> huh. Okay. Yes! We're synchronicity. We're on the right path. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we can proceed with confidence here. Absolutely. Wonderful things are happening. Timing. Uh, okay, so when you said time isn't relevant. It's less relevant. Every I, day it's less relevant. I'm also feeling a yes. For this show, I'm inspired to say yes to all of it. So yes, time isn't relevant. I also feel like more and more time is not anything even close to what we think it is or say it is in this dimension. And I don't think it's as like linear or restrictive or locked in as we are led to believe that it is. I think that time naturally in and I feel like time is a distortion that we play into and that timing is closer to the truth. I'm yes to that. Timing is closer to the truth. And it's actually very challenging to understand truth by being locked into some type of chronological time. Like there's a comfort, there's a structure and comfort in having boundary. I get that, boundaries are epic and awesome. And time certainly does leave us a signature of boundary, but it is a false signature in the way that we hold it. It's false. I just read an article, (laughs) I read an article yesterday that there is a movement, there are scientists, there are people talking about changing the length of a minute to 59 seconds because <laughs> because the world is spinning faster and to account for for that now we need to we absolutely need to have a 59 second minute otherwise the whole the whole thing will crumble we actually may the universe will end if we continue at 60 seconds is this real is this coming out of nasa uh no not nasa but it looks pretty official let me see if i can pull it up (laughs) okay i just want the audience to know that as justin (laughs) announced what what they were announcing i literally choked on my tea and (laughs) and did a spit it all over myself because i was that shocked i did i did not know that I was a little bit worried that I was, um... <laughs> okay, while you're looking that up, because I'm just, it is amazing to me 
how the powers that were attempt to mess with us. Okay, speak so we can see it. It's uh, from the from BGR. What's I can't, BGR? I can't attest for that. Let's see. Um, this article was by Chris Smith. That's great not a name. real name. That's yeah, great not name. a real person. No one's Chris Smith. <laughs> what is BGR? Yeah, what is BGR and who funds it? Okay, while you're looking that up, just to give us sort of um, a basis for this conversation and how ass backwards time is, I just want to lay this out for our audience. So let's talk about the calendar, right? Which is the organizing structure for time right? That's how we organize time is through the Gregorian calendar. Have you ever seen a more ass-backwards, ass inchoate, nonsensical organizing structure? Some months, 31 days. Some months are 30 days. We have a spare day every four years and this weird 28-day runty month. Plus the fact that December's not the 10th month, October's not the 8th month, like, I feel like if the fifth grader turned this in as a science project, as a proposed organizing structure, they would get an F. And yet... F minus. It's an F minus. And yet I can't even give this letter. I just, you don't get a grade. Please come back. Please right. come back. <laughs> I'll give this a four. Here you go. Seriously. Um... And so I feel like it's, it's only there to confuse and, and keep us away from the authenticity of timing, which you look at nature and how easy and harmonious and coherent and it works together. You know, you have like the little creatures that eat the barnacles off the bottom of the whale and it all kind of works together in this very easy, you know, least amount of energy possible way. And you look at our calendar, it doesn't make any sense. It seems a little bit thrown together. I think it's designed to confuse us. Pretty sure. If we have, when we have a mastery of timing, because fuck time, when we have a mastery of timing, time, timing, that is the fourth dimension. We are being enslaved to the third dimension, being made fun of for talking about the fifth dimension, <laughs> being confused and enslaved by the fourth dimension, time, because you have to beyond time and all the time, 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 okay? But, and when we master, no, but when we master the fourth dimension, time, timing, when we master the fourth dimension, it goes from time to timing. We're in perfect timing. Well, all is synchronous. All is in flow. <coughs> Nature is the, the fourth jet. dimension. It goes back to the gerund because it's in flow. It's in motion. It's not a this is time, be here then, it's timing which speaks to the flow that naturally is when we're dealing with the fourth dimensional synchronicity that timing actually is not the third dimensional distortion of linear birth, a few things, death, lie, that time is. Yeah, timing lines, timing lines, not timelines, but timing lines, which are moving and fluxing in all moments, as all moment, that that particular key unlock will set you free. When you said that, I just got a clear visual because you know how sometimes 
you know, if you've ever spoken to a psychic or something and they say, this is going to happen, right? And it's like, well, I could see why you would say this, this is going to happen based on all the parameters that, exactly, that have coincided in this particular now moment. But I could pick my nose right now and all of a sudden that everything has shifted. And when you said that, timing lines, when I had seen them before, like when Lori Ladd talks about timelines or whatnot, I just see them as these sort of angular geometric lines. When you said timing lines, I saw them more like jump ropes, like moving and shifting and rolling. I don't know if quantum is the right word for it or super string or something like that, where there's just a lot more ebb and flux. There's flow, there's movement. There's movement in timing. So I, I oh, sorry. I want to I want to just anchor the conversation Surprise. in this article Surprise. because this is Surprise. fucking funny to me. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Surprising! Surprising! Everything's a gerund today. Okay, welcome to gerund Friday. <laughs> That's today. We record on Fridays. <laughs> so um, BGR is the Boy Genius Report. Boy, Boy Genius Report um, was put together by this gentleman named Geller. Jonathan Geller, who uh, at the age of 19, he spun off his column into a website devoted to bringing exclusive mobile and gadget news to the masses. So this is like a tech blog. Funds it. We haven't gotten to there yet. But Geller regularly provides expert analysis for the acclaimed news programs on networks such as CNBC, CNN, Bloomberg, NBC, and BGR has been quoted by countless globally recognized media outlets, including the New York Times, CNN, Wall Street Journal, MSNBC, Time Wait. Magazine, Barron's, blah, 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 blah. I'm not hearing any news outlets named there. I was, is there I'm a sorry. Different, did they just call those news outlets? Let's actually um, live go about finding out who funds the BGR. I would go- um, Hensky well, Media Corporation. What is it? Penske Media Corporation. They publish Variety, Rolling Stone, Women's Wear Daily. So entertainment. Entertainment. Hollywoodlife.com, Movie Line. So it's an entertainment thing. Deadline, LA Weekly. What the fuck? We know that's bullshit, and I can say that from experience, having written for them for a decade. They're in the media. Oh, Condé. They purchased Fairchild Fashion Media from Condé Nast. So it's fake. It's all fake. Yeah. I mean, just take this with a boulder of salt, which is no, the grains of salt no longer do. Boulder of salt, please. I'll take a side of boulder of salt. Yeah. So this is the article. It's, you know, it says that scientists want to shorten a minute to 59 seconds. Who are scientists? Like Bill Gates? <laughs> Just general scientists. It's actually they. They. Scientists. Just scientists used to be. <laughs> scientists used to be uh, like they used to be scientists. Now they is deep state big tech. Right. Right. The right. they continues to change, but it used to be scientists. That's why we have to choose our own personal pronouns because the actual definition of they has changed. P.S. My new pronouns are slick titties. You do have slick titties. Thank you. <laughs> so appropriate. So appropriate. I love that. Okay, so. Um, 
Okay, time. These are the reasons. Timing. These are the reasons. Oh, okay. These are the, the, I'm just going to read the bullet points because yeah, this doesn't it's deserve our full. So scientists are considering shortening the minute to 59 seconds to make up for the Earth's faster spin. Speed. Some say... Wait, that sentence is so poorly constructed that I don't know. Is this person paid to write? To make up for this, the Earth's faster spin? I can't. Is this person... Faster spin speed. Faster spin speed. I believe that's they called... They already lost me. I, I believe that's called rotation. There we go. <laughs> for the quickening of the Earth's rotation. That would be a more... Thank you for editing that. This is not for a professional free. writer. We're in sentence for one, and we already have issues. Some say at least one leap second, and who's some? I don't fucking know. Some say at least one leap second might have to be subtracted from a minute to align time with Earth's real rotation. Are there any sources for the they and the people who are saying these things, or they just remain vague pronouns? Not needed. Great. <laughs> for, for most readers. 99% of readers approve. Um, <laughs> others approach the idea with caution, as leap seconds can have unwanted side effects in those <laughs> industries that rely on accurate timekeeping or Basic. just people's experiences of, it's just such a. Just, are leap seconds an established thing? He's referencing them as though we've had issues with leap seconds in the past, as though he's not pulling this out of his globalist ass. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just, I'm just. Now I have that, to look up leap second. <laughs> let's not give it any more. Sorry. But we have leap years, at least it would be nested. Oh, dude, well, this is coming in. I mean, it's all through Wikipedia. You see how they just, there's just so much fuckery. There's a, here's the thing that blows my mind, okay? As a business owner, okay, it's challenging to raise funding. It is. You have to, it means a lot of energy to get, to get funding to launch something that, even if it doesn't benefit people, but almost especially if it does benefit people, my personal experience. I don't know how much money was funded to the scientists to study whether or not a leap second was necessary, but I'm guessing it, just reading, just reading Rand Paul's analysis of the, uh, the, the bill that was just passed. Where'd you find it considering he's been banned from all social media? I saved it before. Thank you. Yeah, I, um, I could go in and find it. We could put it in the show notes, it's very entertaining. Cool. Um, he's banned from social media, but you can go to his site, his personal site. Okay, he's still allowed to have a website. Fuck time do we live in? That's it, do we live in time? That's a time issue. Yeah, like when, like this is a time. This is not honoring of timing. It's also fictional. And please continue. Here's, here's my invitation. Okay, so the, the, for myself, let's go all the way back. So my name is Justin. So naturally in elementary school, if I was going to get some type of, uh, Name made funnery. <laughs> Naming. Name funning. Uh, if people are going to make fun of my name, 
Hey, or are add you a something. writer for uh, CBR or whatever the fuck BM, it's called? <laughs> BMG. We also sell CDs. Yeah. We actually give CDs away for free. Okay. So as a Justin, and mother Ju other Justins might also experience this, you get just in time. Just in time, just in time, just in time. Not just on time, but just in time, which I later reclaimed uh, because being in time seems optimal to me than being on time. Yeah, because you're in, if you're on top of it, there's a hierarchy, right? You're in a dominant position. You can fall off. If you're in it. You can fall off. That's true. You can fall off time. It's, it's easier to fall off than fall out. Yeah. Plus you're just, stepping on it. Or surfing it. You know, that's how I just, but it's just very, uh, anyways, just in time. So I have that structure and then I'm like, okay, I'm in time, not on time. So whenever I arrive, whenever I depart, wherever I'm breathing, whenever I sleep, wake, eat, I'm just in time. I'm just in time. I'm in my timing. Okay. Then in my early 20s, I learned about Mayan galactic signatures, aka the Mayan calendar and like the 26 plus calendars that the Mayans used to track time and timing, actually more so. So there's all of these different cycles that are being gridded together in order to give a more cohesive temporal awareness and temporal location so to say so like we we have structured our current society around gps like global positioning satellite you know global positioning what's gps stand for system satellite system. snail mail you have a <laughs> This is my GP snail. So uh, back in the day, this is how I understood. This is a great aha for me back in the day. The cultures, the Mayan cultures that were existing with a priority around time and timing, mostly timing, were able to travel in time, see patterns, and essentially, yes, travel within different timelines to see what's going on but they didn't travel in space. They were, you know, they had to stay, they were like, this is the center of the universe where we are. This is our home. This is our land. This is our space. This is, they were enslaved by land and space, but could travel freely in time. Enslaved and in our culture today, bound? bound by space. Thank you. And free to travel in time, timing. And we, in this culture, Western culture, current day culture, are bound by time, free to travel in space, or at least we were used to we be, used to be. <laughs> free to be travel in space. Now we're bound by both. No, so we're bound by lies. We're not we're really bound, bound by space. We're, we're bound, bound by, by lies. We're bound by freedom. No, by fear. We're bound by fear. We're They're bound by wrong use of will. Wrong use of will, exactly. We can we could actually fix everything if with right use of will. So um, yeah, so essentially, if in the time versus timing cultural indoctrination of being bound by time, we can't travel in time because we've only, we have one type of time that is chronological and immovable, except for when 
the media tells us that now we have to change it. Right now we have to change it. Sorry, guys. Science. What they say. Science. Unnamed scientists of an unspecified disciplined allegedly are saying this through really bad writing on a blog. <laughs> What I, what I recognized was, and what I am still recognizing is that by me being in timing, I get to see patterns very differently. This energy that I get from having a synchronistic experience, which is to say being in timing, there's energy. Now, when I accumulate several layers of that, ahas start to flow in. There's information that travels on these timing lines. Mm. And in the energy that is dawning on our consciousness, which is underutilized, to say the least. So one of the ways that we can free ourselves is by being in timing. One of the ways we can is just to recognize the, bound, the boundaries of time, opt for timing, and then be in the lens of that listening. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I really appreciate the differentiation. And one of the pieces that I'm getting as you're speaking about time versus timing, and I really like your naming the timing lines. It's really helping me uh, accelerate my grokking. Um, time is limited and scarce. Timing is abundant and eternal. Exactly. Um, that's what I'm getting. And I'm also getting as part of the programming around time as this linear, not enoughness, scarcity, you know, lie, um, is it, that's a portal through which so much limitation, the mortality codes, all of that is programmed through the lie of time versus when we tap into timing where we understand that time is not linear, that time is not limited, that time is not scarce. Um, and as we all come to know that and live that, it's not really possible to control us <laughs> or to program us with fear and to, to manipulate us into giving away our power and our freedom the way that we're seeing now as happening under the fiction that is time. I'll give you an example. This is a key code. Um, any, did that make sense before I drop into the example that's coming to mind? Uh, yes, it, it is still making sense. It wasn't even in a past tense. Love it. Okay, so um, I remember a time, singular, we'll just use that, in my life where I felt uh, overwhelmed and my schedule was stacked to capacity. And I was invited to participate in a collaborative project that my intellectual mind said, no fucking way, I'm at capacity, I don't have time, right? And also, as we're having this conversation, let's just start to bring some awareness to how much scarcity languaging is coming through the conversation around time. How often we say, I'm too busy, I don't have time, all this limitation, limitation, limitation that we're speaking into the field and speaking into our own reality constructs. So I had this intellectual pushback of my schedule stacked, I don't have time, scarcity, 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 and I had the wisdom to check in with my trusty pendulum. Trust <sighs> me. 
Yes. Love the trusty pendulum. Love it. Such important guidance. So important. And my pendulum said, do this thing. This is a yes. And it was a little bit of a struggle with my intellectual mind that was stuck on the scarcity, you know, there's not enough time model. And once I said yes to this thing and added another thing to my schedule, timing opened up. And there was a just right alchemy of all the things combined. And I actually had less stress, more productivity, more flow. Everything worked better. And it was an incredible lesson of time being an alchemical or timing being an alchemical conversation, not a quantitative conversation. Mm, I love that an alchemical conversation of timing. Let's take a deep breath and want to know that. What was the task that came in? Or does it even matter? It doesn't matter. Um, it was a collaborative sort of group coaching situation thing. But it definitely added more... You know, like I, I, it had me blocking out three to four more time chunks per week and bandwidth to devote to this other thing that it really just opened up more timing. I think the other piece with timing is time is so linear, right? So it's all goal oriented. I have to do this. I have to do that. Like think if you're going A to B. I learned so much of this from you in moving throughout the world and thinking, well, I don't have time to do X, Y, Z because I'm supposed to be here at this time. And when we surrender to timing, then the task and the mission isn't all about where I'm landing. We're creating space and opening up for all sorts of other bits of magic, people to meet, things to come in because it's not this linear with blinders must get A to B. It just, it opens up. It becomes more radial, it feels like. I feel like timing is actually radial and omnipresent where the illusion of time is linear and limited. I'm getting a lot of visuals of Black Rock City. A great teacher for timing. And the geography is laid out in a radial and it's time the time and the clock I'll meet you at, you know, 8.30 and E. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, uh, and you know, I, I actually get a lot of stuff done at Burning Man. I mean, I met my wife at Burning Man. Aww. Boom. So did Randall, my brother also. Right, it's so a, there's. It's a Polgar family tradition. It's a Polgar family tradition. Send Ben to Burning Man. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Send him to Burning Man. Come back with a wife, please. <laughs> no pressure. That's just my Jewish grandmother. Um, One thing about time as I'm, because I'm, I feel like, and obviously we haven't had this conversation before, but these things are coming through now that time is radial and that time is omnipresent. And when we're under the, excuse me, timing is radial and timing is omnipresent. And I feel like time with the illusion of linearity doesn't allow us to look backwards or to the sides, right? It's like if you're on a ride at Disneyland, you can only go where the track is taking you. 
versus when you're driving your own car, you're, we're walking, we can take as many detours as we want, follow as many breadcrumbs as we want. Also, when we're traveling in our, in our own autonomy, then there's, there's uh, less, you, you can just move more freely, right? It's not like, hey, I'm gonna check in with you about me making a right turn here. I'm gonna come back over here, but just wanna let, it's just, it changes the timing to check in. You know, there's sometimes when there's a moment for that. Actually, I remember one time, one time at Burning Man, I was, tra I was there with a friend and he wanted me to carry walkie-talkie with me everywhere so that he could find me and get a hold of me everywhere that I was at any time. And, uh, and I was like, nah, it's okay. He's like, no, it's cool. We're all going to go for a bike ride. Just gonna keep your walkie-talkie on you. And we started going as a group of like 15 people. And I like turned my walkie-talkie off, closed my eyes, and just kept riding my bike. And at one point, I was riding my bike alone. And there was something so, well, first of all, riding your bike with eyes closed is so delicious. So delicious. Um, and great to be doing it on like an, in an open. It's very liberating, actually, because there's so much let go of control that needs to, that, that is part of it. Um, so I'm, I'm just, I want, I want to just bookmark that and then come. I didn't have to bookmark it. That was, that was the experience that was very liberating for me of being able to just follow my time and my, my journey there. Um, I want to speak to that before, before you go elsewhere mm -hmm. is that I think that that's, that's a big piece of, of the autonomy and courage and self knowingness and right use of will that I see you embodying, that I, you know, I see myself embodying, I feel like having, just having the structure and the opportunity to ride a bike with our eyes closed into the middle of nowhere, like what would it be for, for all humans on the planet to be able to have that and to be able to learn to trust themselves and to trust space from just having that experience? You know, because everything's so orderly, it goes back to time, how everything's like so linear and you're only walk on this path or this sidewalk and do what we fucking tell you to do. No wonder people are so afraid. I mean, there's, there are benefits to order and boundary. It just, like anything, too much of it, there's diminishing returns. Well, and that's the beauty of Burning Man. Like, you have, you know, the Esplanade in the streets where it would not be safe to ride your bike with your eyes closed. But then mm -hmm. you go out into the playa and that's the space where it's, it's you know, cool to do that. Safe to do that. Safe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, I, I interrupted the, t the timing story. Um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I'm going to just l allow that train to come back whenever it needs to. Mm -hmm. Um. I think that there is that there's a lot of value in just checking in to where timing can serve you. You know, for the next time you're sitting down to med for meditating, <laughs> don't meditate. Meditating. Next time you're sitting down in a meditating moment, and feel into the 
the restrictions of time or any kind of programming that we have with time that feels heavy or, you know, binding. I mean, for myself, I have a lot, a, a lot of benefit has come from sitting with that topic. And this is part of the, the draw. Part of the draw for speaking time versus timing was that article that I read last night. But part of it was also just that I love this topic. I love the topic because it's something that we all share. And we all have a very unique perspective of. Everyone has a very different version of time and timing. But we're not honest about the time part of it. Timing, I think we have, we have more honesty around. Everyone has a little bit of a different timing, a different pace. You know, and there's, there's a beautiful symphony when we're all aligned. There's a beautiful symphony that lines up that is just so delicious to watch and to experience. And so I think just being honest, just being honest with time is not something we all, it's only really existing because we all agree on it. For fuck's sake, time as we know it didn't even start until 1581 when Pope Gregory and his council decided that Gregorian time and timing and calendars were going to be what was used the worldwide in order to gain more control and having have have more order any any, any one size fits all situation vaccine <laughs> and other things just it's not going to work it doesn't fucking work we don't even have to test it just look at nature just look at everything that we've ever done and tried to do a one size fits all and then look at the fucking consequences. And can we learn from that lesson already? Love it when you're firing. Love it. Okay. So you said control and then you, you chose a different word and that really hit home because I think time is about control and timing is about flow. And as you're encouraging all of us to check in with our relationship to time and timing, I know that when, I, um, <clears throat> when I'm allowing myself to be anxious around time, it's because I feel like I'm not in control, I'm not controlling it. And I also am aware, and this is something that I do, um, I'm in a conscious relationship with stress around time and knowing that when I'm feeling like, oh, I'm late or I'm behind, that I'm giving my power away to a control mechanism that doesn't have my best interests in mind. Because God doesn't want me stressed and freaking out and shortening my own telomeres because I'm being hard on myself, which is so much of the time thing. Versus, you know, so when I see myself getting bunged up and uncomfortable around a time thing, then I realize that I'm giving my power away to something that's fiction and it's time for me to relax into timing. And just the other night, I got a last minute invitation to a thing. And as I was going to the thing, <clears throat> I was late, right? According to what time the thing start started. And I noticed the the, the inclination to be anxious and I'm going to be late and will they let me do the, do it? And then I called you forward. Like, how would Justin handle this? Like he would not give his power away to this on any level. He would be trusting in the timing, knowing that whenever he arrives, that is the exact right timing. 
So I used you as a model and brought that in and breathed my, you know, put on a good song. I was like, this is my time. Like we all have, you know, going back to the scarcity of time, no one knows how much time we have. All we really all have is now. So in that moment, I chose to take back my now, put on some good music and enjoy the drive. And when I arrived, it hadn't started. I got there maybe two or three minutes before it did. And it really was perfect timing. There's two things that come. Thank you, by the way, for calling me. And I like being a part of that, that process, especially in that, that way. This, this, uh, it perks two things in my mind. Uh, one of them is how many expectations that we have, which, you know, attachment to expectation is such a, a well of suffering, such a deep well of suffering. So how much of our expectation is bound by time? So much for myself, I can say, but th that, that particular hook to unhook yourself from like needing to be somewhere in a specific timing and just you know it's an intuition thing like it's not just like it's not the energy of i'm just going to do whatever i want it's like i'm listening to my body my body is restricted what do i need to do to to open up maybe that means you get there before the time it starts sometimes that happens you know, there's just being in your flow and your timing and trusting. And I think it's the opportunity to let go of expectations, which are most, most every expectation does not come to fruition. So there's that piece. And what also happens in a larger timeline, not just arriving somewhere on time, is the lifespan times that people feel like, you know, at this time of your age, you're supposed to do this and this. And I think about all of my friends who are, uh, who are looking for partners or want to have children and they're in their thirties or forties. And it's this, Oh, well, I'm 40 now. Like I can't want that anymore. Or, you know, it's like these cultural conditions that, um, that just doesn't make sense to me. Like I'll hear someone say that and I'm like, Oh, why are you doing that? Like, what's the point? Like, what are you getting? What are you getting by restricting yourself in such a way? as opposed to allowing, because so much, so much of what I notice you know, when I'm on coaching calls or when I'm just even just in a deep dive with a, with a homie is that when we are obsessed in our mind about something we're supposed to be doing, we're missing the fucking show right here now. You're not going to meet your perfect life soul, you know, counterpart, even if it's just for a reason or a season or a lifetime, you're not going to meet that person if you're not inhabiting where you are. You're going to miss the fucking moment. If you're in a job where you're not supposed to be and you're listening to your yourself and you're like, well, and this is not my per it's not exactly, I know I should do that, da, 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 but like timing wise, I need to hit these goals. I need to have this financial security. You're taking someone else's spot. There's someone else. So that's that, that's their perfect zone. And we're all fucking each other up. You know, just alleviate yourself. Unhook yourself from timing. I'd love to hear from our audience, like, some pushback on this. Because I do get a lot of pushback when people are like, oh, you know, order is important. And being in, 
on time is really important because it helps give people security and security is really important for the blah, blah, blah. None of that stuff holds enough truth for me to alter my vision of it until it does. I'm, way, I'm available for someone to blow my mind with why time is superior to timing. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. The pieces that I'm getting, and I do welcome our audiences, all of their input on this. The first thing that I was hearing is timing is when we're in the present. I think when we're dealing with the concept of time, that's when we can get thrown off into like fear, future projection, regret, past. We're not really in the present moment when we're dealing with time as a noun. I, th mm -hmm. you know, I'm generalizing. The one piece I'm getting, and I'd be curious to know your take on this as far as time versus timing is honoring other people's time. So when we're, you know, when we have a plan to meet someone at a specific time, um, you know, like that's an area where for me, I really value people who value my time and aren't gonna waste it. And yes, things happen and we run late. And sometimes, you know, like if someone is 15 minutes late meeting me at a coffee house and I end up talking to someone while I'm waiting, in, and it's a perfect synchronicity because we have this X, Y, Z in common, I recognize that that is something that happens. And as far as answering your, your prompt to are there moments where time makes sense, I feel like when it comes with connecting with other people in space, time is often helpful. Yes, and we have the tool of communication. Because so often for me, it's the not knowing. If I'm meeting someone, and I'm not exempt from that, if I'm meeting someone and they're not showing up, and I don't know where they are, and I don't know what the deal is, and they're not communicating, or if I'm not communicating where I am, that's the pain point, more so than being somewhere on time. So it's just like use, it's not just a singular thing. Like you got to use your communication. If you want to be in the benefits, the benefits of timing, then you also got to up-level your communication game. Totally. And we have these devices. I mean, I feel like, you know, it used to be a thing like, oh, let's meet at this time. And we didn't have phones. It was just kind of, you knew you were going to meet. There was a little bit of a looseness about it. Sometimes there wasn't a looseness. It was like, you had to make sure you were getting there. Uh, there wasn't like, you know, I guess you could stop at a pay phone or the you know, pagers, but still we have such availability to communicate. We just haven't necessarily up-leveled the, uh, the consciousness of our communication. Mm -hmm. you know and so you know i'm i'm filled with care for another person's timing more and more so like me for me to respect your timing and your time communicating is going to go a long way for that 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah 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 Cool. Well, I'm excited to hear our audience's take on this because I also feel like because these are so, you know, time itself is an abstraction that obviously, from my perspective, none of us really fully grok given that it's a fourth dimensional measure of synchronicity and we're operating with third dimensional minds. Now we're taking it, you know, a step further or multiple multidimensional steps further moving into timing. So I'm definitely welcoming our tribe's perspective as we figure out with our third dimensional monkey minds what timing is, what optimal timing is, how to be living in divine timing 
on the regular versus being enslaved to the fiction that is time. This is, yes, I welcome the audience. This is also inspiring me to invite you to do some live, Conscious Awesome Live um, on some social channels because of the timing yeah. element of it. I, 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 I'm up for the challenge. Let's do it. Okay, join us. Keep your uh, ears open and mostly your notifications off. All of them. All of them. What notifications do we really need? Conscious Except awesome. X or I. <laughs> it's time for X or I. <laughs> Make sure you keep your, uh, what's that, X or I? Yeah, it's the eye exercises. Keep my eyes healthy. I have a, it's now every five hours. <laughs> you have a, like an alert that comes up or is this an app? It's an app and then you can set hourly alerts and I'm, mine is set for five hours. Fabulous. Take care <laughs> of those beautiful eyes. Everybody use your eyes, which is to say adorn them with beautiful things. And uh, thank you for joining us on this conscious, awesome journey. I feel better now. I feel better. Just the fact that we have had a, that we've been gerunding and that we had, that we had the gerund weave. I feel like <sighs> we're winning the earth game. Gerund. That feels good. Yeah. It's feeling gooding. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, DK. I love you, audience. Thanks for tuning in. Love and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Word Up with Danny Katz. Be sure to give it a like to share it with your nearest and dearest. And remember to subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss a single episode of your very favorite podcast, Word Up with Danny Katz. We'll see you soon, tribe. <laughs>